I want to make one thing perfectly clear. This show is not about lumberjacks. My name is Christopher Grunland, and every month I share a story. Sometimes the stories contain truths, but most of the time they're made up. Sometimes the stories are funny, other times they're serious. But you have my word about one thing. I will never, ever share a story about lumberjacks. This time, a tired patient comes to grips with his struggles during a visit to his psychologist. All right, let's get to work. The Weight of the World I guess I'm tired of the codependence. My children drive me crazy. They can't do anything for themselves. It's become very stressful. These feelings are not uncommon. Yeah, I know. But when it's happening to you, it's tough. Mm Mm-hmm. The psychologist made notes on a form before digging through a manila folder, glancing quickly over papers from previous visits. You've mentioned these feelings before. I know. The man sitting on the couch rubbed his forehead, bunching wrinkles up like a blanket of flesh. I love my children. I really do. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just seems like they're never going to grow up. I used to be so strict with them. I sometimes feel like it's all my fault for easing up. The psychologist nodded and said, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, again in rapid succession. It smacked of a nervous tick. It made patients feel like he wasn't listening, but he made $100 an hour doing it. And it's tough doing all this as a single father. The psychologist rifled through more papers tucked away in the manila envelope. We've discussed this too. It was your decision to be a single father. I know. The sound of regret was so heavy, even the psychologist's heart felt like a planet about to spin off its axis. The psychologist rocked back and forth on a tall, three-legged stool. It bothered the patient how his shrink sat above him, perched like a hawk, making him feel like a mouse in a wide-open field. It wasn't the way he thought it would be. He thought the psychologist would be in an oversized lounge chair saying, So, tell me about your mother, as the patient sprawled on the couch, staring at the ceiling. The mother question was never even asked. Let's talk about something else for a minute, the psychologist said while shuffling through papers. Last visit you mentioned a woman you've been interested in. How are things going with her? We've chatted a bit online, but that's about it. Last visit you said you planned to ask her out for coffee. Did you? The planet in his heart spun out of orbit. No, I didn't. Why not? The patient sighed and said, She's so out of my league. I'm kind of plain and old-fashioned. She's beautiful, makes good money, and her open relationship intimidates me. Really, though, I'm mostly afraid that I'll bore her. Or you may have a grounding effect on her. Many times, somebody who's been focused on material things wants somebody more laid back in a relationship. Something like chatting over coffee in a quiet cafe while talking about bigger things. Well, I am good when it comes to talking about big things. I know. You've done a lot of big things in your life that you should be proud of. Even your children. The patient bit his lip at the mention of his kids. He didn't care that the psychologist wasn't in a big lounge chair like he always thought it would be. 
He stretched out the length of the couch and stared at the ceiling. You're my first patient to ever actually lie down on that thing, the doctor said. I feel like I should ask you about your mother or something. The patient smiled. That's how I imagined it would be when I started coming here. I think most patients do. But back to the children. Does this woman you're interested in have children? Yes. Not as many as I have, but she has kids. Has she talked about them? A little bit. They seem to like her. It sounds like it could be good for you to be around that. She's rich. That's why her kids like her, I bet. Maybe, but maybe not. There's only one way to find out, and it starts with you asking her out for that cup of coffee. I'll probably find out her children disappoint her just as much as mine disappoint me. The psychologist leaned so far forward that the patient expected him to fall out of his high stool. I'll let you in on a little not-so-secret. Our children often disappoint us. It's just the way it is. Do your children disappoint you? The patient said. It's a bit different with my children. I don't have quite the same responsibilities as a father that you have. But yeah, my children disappoint me too. All our children disappoint us. The patient sat back up on the couch, putting his elbows on his knees and resting his chin on his hands. Why can't my children just do things on their own? All day long, it's, God did this. God did that. If something good happens, stuff they do on their own, they attribute it to me. And when things go wrong, it's always Satan or some BS about how I work in mysterious ways. That's not how I roll. I made the world. I made them. I gave them big brains they don't even use. I spend a lot of time just looking down at them and thinking, I'm really not as bright as they think I am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Please stop that. It drives me nuts. The psychologist stood tall in his three-legged stool, and the old man pressed his fingers against his temples. Can't you just give me something to take the edge off things a bit? Are you fishing for a prescription? No, it's not like that. I'm just tired. Buddha told me you prescribed Xanax for him. Well, the guy is known for being calm. And just between you and me, he was coming totally undone. We can't have the guy 500-some-odd million people follow teetering on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Well, I have almost two and a half billion children. That's gotta count for something. How about this, the psychologist said. You ask Lakshmi out for coffee, and if that doesn't calm your nerves, we'll consider medication. Does that work? Yeah. Good. The psychologist put all the forms and papers back into the manila envelope. Well, I think this is a good place to stop. Same time next week? Yeah, that works. The old man stood up from the couch. He rolled his shoulders forward, resulting in a popping that could destroy galaxies. He shook the psychologist's hand. I'll see you next week, Dr. Apollo. Indeed. I look forward to hearing about how coffee with Lakshmi went. And don't talk about the kids. The weight of the world lifted from somewhere deep inside the old man's heart, returning to its orbit. Oh, trust me, I won't. A big thank you for listening to Not About Lumberjacks. Theme music by Ergo Fizmiz. And all other music in this episode is by Chad Crouch 
aka Poddington Bear, released under a Creative Commons license. Not About Lumberjacks is also released under a Creative Commons license. Visit nolumberjacks.com for information about the show, the voice talent, and music. If you want to help out the show, please share it or leave a rating or review on iTunes. Next month on Not About Lumberjacks, a woman uses a pocket watch that does more than just tell time. Until next time, be mighty and keep your axes sharp.